0: So I'll go ahead and answer from an eBay perspective, and you can do it from Amazon. Okay. Um, I think it's probably gonna be similar, but what do you think a good profit margin is? Um, so I'll probably do let's do for wholesaling and then for like retail arbitrage. Okay. Um.
1: So I think I think wholesaling your profit margin is probably gonna be
0: a little less. Yes, they. Your, agree. Yeah, your profit margins are are quite can be quite a bit lower uh, on wholesale. So like like our strategy on uh, Amazon is mainly volume, you know what I mean? Like as long as it's ROI positive, like probably getting it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know what you're saying. Yep. So do you guys do you know
1: what your profit margin is for your
0: Amazon? Uh, like as a collective whole.
1: Yeah, overall.
0: Ah, uh, like on a, I don't know. After everything, probably like fifteen twenty percent. I'd say. Not sure. Thirty. Pl- oh, Caleb says it. Caleb says it's over thirty percent. He's he's the numbers guy, so he says it's over yeah, thirty percent. But I say for me on eBay after everything, we're at nine, like nine fifty, uh, for profit per item. Okay.
1: So I I think personally, I think if you're like probably like eight to ten or above, I think you're doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, especially because when you think about eBay, you know, you're trying to flip items. Get them for a great deal. So I mean, if you're only having, but it also depends on how much value you're doing too. Yes. So I mean, if you're doing a of wholesaling but you're selling a lot of items. Right. Um. Then that's okay. But I think the, the less items you do, the higher the margins you
0: want. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's 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 different strategies. There's people who sell a smaller amount of items, you know, in a week or in a month, but they have a really high ROI on those on those items, you know there's you know there's niche markets out there where you can sell a five seven hundred dollar product, you know what i mean and and you can like hit some huge rois but our model on Amazon is definitely volume yesterday we had our best day in sales ever to date we did we did almost twelve thousand uh in sales yesterday yesterday today's gonna be another great day we're we're already at five um but I think we did something like two hundred and sixty units yesterday sold. So Yeah, volume is definitely our our uh, model. Yeah, we we have well, and that's just some so just some context for everyone listening is um we, you know, our business model is also a like wholesale based model mainly. So we're we're to the point where we're not doing very much retail arbitrage at this point. So just some context for everybody listening. Yeah. You know, anybody who's like, wow, I mean, two, you know, because like I know if you're doing retail arbitrage, 250 products in a day sounds like insane. And you got to also remember, like, we're not fulfilling all of those right out of the warehouse either. A lot of that is FBA stuff.
1: Right. So it's sitting there
0: then. Right. I mean, it it's so yeah. I mean, like we're still pumping out like a ton of uh, stuff, like FBM. But uh, you know, not 250 items a day. You know, probably more like yep. probably more like 60 or 70 that we're actually fulfilling, and then the rest are FBA, so we're not even seeing those. Right, and I
1: think you're going to get like your higher profit margins, like shopping at like a goodwill.
0: Absolutely. Or,
1: um, you know, like that garage Uh um,
0: The ROI's. Yeah, the ROI at a garage sale or at Goodwill is usually huge. Like just for example, right. like literally look at this. Ten cents. I mean, even if you sell this for five dollars and charge them shipping, that's a huge ROI. Right. So right. Yep, so yeah, I think we
1: we'll probably move on to the next
0: question. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, what I'm sorry, real quick, what uh that was somebody was just asking what what your profit margins were like? Is that what they were asking?
1: Yeah, they are just asking like, what a good profit margin is. Gotcha, uh, after gotcha. After selling. Yep.
0: Yeah, I'd say you hit it on the head, you know, 8 to 10, yeah, 10 bucks, you know, nice.
1: Yeah, it, just, it also depends how
0: you look on it. Look yeah, every product's different.
1: different. You gotta be selling product, you know. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, I think you gotta I... You to be scaling. What I tell people is... When they're first starting out, like if you're going to like Walmart and, and scanning stuff, like you need to buy anything that you're gonna make money on. Just cause I've seen how, like the, the volume model that, that we use, I've, I see how well it works. You know what I mean? Like, I and that's, uh, I got a message this morning. Somebody asked me, they said, why in one of your videos did you say not to overthink the numbers? And I answered it because I think that people look too much into the ROI. They're looking for like that gold mine product. When if they yeah. would just buy everything, think, everything that they know, could make money on, they'd be they'd be in better shape. Right. That's how you so, yeah, scale. Uh, you know
1: if I over, if I'm overthinking I'm just gonna buy it. And honestly it usually turns out in my favor.
0: So Exactly, exactly. I, like, don't overthink it. Yep. That's my yeah, that's that's huge. Someone just right. asked a uh, quick question, but um you wanna answer this real quick? Alright. So uh, when you talk about niche
1: markets what's the best market to start um out at like what kind of thing is going at a constant rate and safe to expect profit um it's kind of a weird time right now, but uh, um like board games or something like right now maybe a good thing to jump into. Yeah. but I mean you also have your other niche markets that are always popular I feel like that's like your like pets
0: yeah Pet, I was just doing I was just you read my mind uh people I think that's
1: one of the most popular like like the safest niches to jump
0: into that's i think you're exactly right if i had to pick one like this is a strange time like right now board games cleaning products might be a little better but like if we're talking overall like people will spend money more money on their pets than they will you know on them on themselves
1: yeah and since i've been doing fully EBay, like, you just got to be, be careful on the cleaning products. I know it sounds good, but it's mm-hmm. really
0: strict. Right, and right. If, if
1: you're price gouging, they're going to take your listings down. Yes, don't
0: price you, gouge. They're going to
1: ban you, so.
0: Right, just, right, right. Like, but are now, so I'm currently not selling any cleaning products on eBay. You still are able to sell them, right? Yes. Okay. any cleaning products. I think there's like three that you absolutely Even the, ma- are you still able to sell, you're not able to sell the N95s, no, right? No. no gotcha, I no gotcha. Masks
1: of saw toilet paper, but mm-hmm. just you have, to, you have to, sell they say that you have to sell it at a reasonable price.
0: Exactly, so, exactly, but you should be able to do that, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you, you can. Yeah. I, I, used, I think I sold some hand soap the other day. It's been sitting for a while, but I
0: mean. Got yeah, rid of it. Just, yeah. <laughs> that's all that matters. We talked about that in the last live, didn't we? Yeah. Sitting on products. So, uh yeah, niche markets, I'd say, yeah, I think, I, right now. That's a great question. Right now, I'd hit I'd hit uh, on, like, home entertainment, you know, stuff okay. like that. People. Yeah,
1: um, actually, another one, too, like, su- just think of summertime. Yes,
0: yes, um, yes. Like, yes.
1: seasonal. You can think about
0: seasonal. Seasonal, that's an... Yes. Right. Uh, you got to be consumer-centric. You got to think, like, the consumer, you know? Yeah. Right,
1: right. Well, and I'm selling a lot of, like and bubbles and chalk like all that kind yep. Of stuff. So, yep. So being seasonal jumping into like some good niches that people are really passionate
0: about, I think. Yes, I agree. And, oh, another one is uh outdoorsmen. Those guys will spend money on anything. Right, Hunting right, and right, fishing right. is yep. a, is a really great category. Fishing. When I first ever got into eBay a couple of years ago, that was like the first thing that really like hit for me was uh pocket knives. Those, yeah. those, they were selling like crazy. Like fifty year old, like you know, outdoorsmen getting out. They don't care. They'll drop anything on a nice knife. So,
1: right, right, okay. Um, yeah, I think that's a great question. Yeah, was. That was cool one, so good question. Um, next question: Are are there any? This is kind of actually an unusual question, but I think it's a good one. Are, are there any selling programs to help you save money on shipping? I think this is a great question. So when I was thinking about it, the only thing I can think of, so, like, since I've been doing this for a few months now, and
0: I've kind of grown uh, pretty big within those few months. Um, yes. I'm actually a top seller now. And you do, you like, you save 20% on all shipping. So right. that's really the only program I can think of. I don't know if there's something
2: similar, like, down Amazon. But, uh, yeah, so you're, you're
1: going to want to work up to, like, you know, work up to being consistent and selling, and, and work towards becoming a top-rated seller. Cause you do get a lot of advantages. You know, you you get this, mm-hmm. you get to save on the shipping, you get promoted listings, and really just a lot of things that are very um, good for your store.
0: Yeah, listen, I, um, it, you know, like I tell my audience, I don't like to speak on anything I'm not uh, deeply knowledgeable about. So, honestly, the only thing I have any experience with is the eBay discount that you get. Um, you know, just keep, you know, getting good reviews and, keep, you know, like you said, being a top-rated yeah. seller gets you a discount. Yeah. Um, and, like, I know that there are softwares that you can get to make your own shipping labels, but if you're selling on eBay or Amazon, you're you're going to have to ship through them. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. it's, like, there's really not a whole yeah. lot you can do. There's
1: really, right, there's not really any programs, because, like you said I me, you have to ship. I mean, I always ship the USPS. I mean, yeah. you're going to save a lot of money doing
0: that. I'd say my, my biggest advice would be to uh, make your package as small and light as possible. So, like, you need to learn how to cut down a box. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of videos on YouTube. I should probably make one. There's, uh, I, You know, <laughs> yeah. you should you should cut down your boxes because if you have uh, an item that you're putting in a box and there's still, like, a ton of room, you know what I mean, and then you got to add packing paper and all that, like, the bigger the the bigger the package, the more expensive it is to ship. Right. So I think a lot of people think
1: that it's very expensive to ship, but it's really
0: not. I, mean, I get a ton of comments on my TikToks of people talking about fee, like complaining about fees and shipping on eBay. One, I've uh, never even th- I've never even thought about fees ever. Not once have yeah, I ever I mean, thought about the fees. Just, right.
1: I mean, and the fees for like Amazon's a lot higher. Yeah. So, I mean, you're getting lucky
0: on eBay now. Exactly. You know, These fees are. I price. wish that people. But,
1: I mean, that's just part of doing. Yeah. Doing a store. Just
0: part of it. Yeah, there's expenses. And then and the people complaining about shipping, it's like you can charge the buyer shipping. What you need to do. Right. And you have to factor all that in. Right. Well, what they need to do is, like I told you when we met up the very first time, I said, you need to get a scale and a tape measure and take the dimensions of every product. Right? <laughs> and then you. And, and if you really want to do it right, you put the product in whatever envelope or box you're gonna be sending it in and you take the dimensions that way so it's exactly that, spot on.
1: That's greatest advice. That's some of the greatest advice you gave me when I started.
0: Yeah it's it's it helps yeah. a lot because then uh when you do charge the buyer shipping it's calculated properly at checkout so that you're not losing money on shipping so that you're actually you know so like exactly. if you have the dimensions perfect how it's gonna be shipped then they're going to pay exactly what it costs to ship it. And then if you get that eBay discount, you know, like you have an, uh, we, we have a little eBay discount on ours too. Um, you even might even make a dollar. So, you know, oh, on, sure. on I, shipping,
1: I make, I make on shipping almost every time. Yeah, that's I awesome. That try to, just how, I mean, if you put in the dimensions, you're likely going to make
0: a dollar, two dollars, three dollars. Exactly. Yep. So that's, yeah, that's number one, that's put in that's the great. dimensions. And actually,
1: if you, to offer free shipping, um, you are actually taxed on that shipping. So I, I know a lot of people don't. So you actually save money charging the buyer. Mm-hmm. It's very important. Like, yeah. You actually will. So. And if you
0: are gonna do free shipping, you need to factor that into the price of your item. For sure. You for know what sure. I mean? Uh, here's a question just popped up, uh, okay. Matt. Is it better to sell things that have high profit margins but move slowly, or things that have lower profit margins but sell quicker? Uh, both. That's my answer.
1: Yeah, I like to have, um, this is my opinion, I like to have like a 50 50 between fast turnover mm-hmm. and like, because I'm not going to go out there and buy a ton of like slow turnover items. Mm-hmm. And I have to wait for the right buyer to come around because right. like, then I'm not going to be making profit. Yeah. I might make some money sooner. So I like to split like half and half between quick turnover. And, uh slower turnover,
0: but more more profit margins so I, I agree a good balance between yeah I agree I agree it just depends on the product like we have you know products that have a smaller profit margin, but like sell a ton you know, and then there's there's ones that are, like you know there's items that we get for a really low price that we sell for a really high price, but they you know we only sell maybe like two a month, you know, so.
1: Yeah. And, and as we always preach, you know, when you're first starting off, buy anything that's going to like, that
0: anything you that you're on. making money on, you need to buy if you want to scale your business, absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. For sure. Did you have uh, and so, any, did you have another so, one? You said? another question yes, I for? I have
1: us? one more question. Gotcha. This is actually a business question. Okay. That's very good. So, is it easier to start a business
0: on your own or with a partner? Hmm, that's a good question, that's a good question Uh, let, so you, you started, uh, so you have two businesses You have the boat business and eBay, right?
1: I have a boat detailing business where we do boat detailing, boat washing It's it's kind of like a boat service company, yep Mm Mm-hmm. And And I actually, I started that on my own, but Like, I mean, like we talked about, you want to be able to at least If you're going to start on your own, you want to be able to hire out um, tasks. Yeah. Quick as quick as possible, if you want to continue to scale and grow your business. Yes. Um, and then eBay, again, I kind of started on my own. But honestly, I think something like eBay would be good to join in with a partner. So, I mean, there's there's two ways you can look at it. I think if, if you're going with a partner, like, you know your own skills, you know your personality. Yes. You can find two different people who have two different skills, mm-hmm. and they're both motivated, and they're both, um, they are both want to start the business. Yeah. You know, and you have a good relationship with them. I think it's a great idea because mm-hmm. I think it's going to allow you to move faster.
0: But I. uh yeah, so that's kind of my take on it. My, uh, this might not be the question this person was looking for, but my answer is I think it comes down to self awareness. Like you yeah. have to know yourself. You know what I mean? Like if you, for example, if you are a, an extremely creative person, you know, if you're like an artist, uh, but you you have to be honest with yourself if you're not a businessman you know what i'm saying and then you need to find a partner who is and you know what i'm saying like that's just an example you need to you need to know like what you're capable of doing cuz like can a creative artist figure it out? Yes. But could it be a good idea to go into business was like like if you're uh, if you're trying to sell artwork and you're an amazing artist but the business side of it doesn't interest you or it's not your strong suit, then you need to find a partner who is Number into that. Three. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it really depends because like, like you were saying, like, well, so some people their company or their business is fully ran on themselves, like they're the brand. Yes. Know? they're what the company moves So then, and that just and that reason you would, yeah, be by yourself but if you're
2: trying to start a business
1: so say I wanted to start a techn- technology business, well, I don't know but I'm not very good at technology, but if I have a partner who Knows everything. Mm-hmm. Say, I'm good at
0: marketing. Exactly.
1: Good match. Jump in with the partner. Exactly. So, it, it's a great question, and, and I think you know, it just depends.
0: And that's know, why we. That's why our kind of, business.
1: Right or wrong way.
0: I think that's why our business continues to grow because yeah. everybody, yeah. everybody here is so talented, and they all are talented in different ways. It's the truth. It's uh, like the stuff that Caleb does, I could probably never do. And vice versa, you know, I mean, like we could both figure each other's thing out, but it's like, I'm a believer in tripling down on your strengths.
1: Yeah. And that's a great example of um, you and Caleb of kind of how partnering works.
0: Yeah. We're completely different. People. We're completely different. But, uh, like because,
1: you I mean, you guys have scaled the business so much in these past few months just because of your different personalities and traits. and
0: Exactly. Exactly. Offer. And like you said, uh, we were talking off camera. Um, or I think it, it might have been the last one, but you said uh, you were telling me, um you know your partner should have the same values as you, yes, yeah, yeah, I really so like sure. that because that's true because it's like uh you you could go into business some, with somebody who's extremely intelligent or talented, but if they're not a good person, <laughs> you know and you are then you know I really yeah, like that point that you made little, about about hall, about yeah. similar values. I really like that' cause not only because something I really value about our place here is that like the business is growing and thriving like crazy but also so is the culture you know what I mean so like there's business can be good but everybody can be miserable that's not the case here so I'm super proud of that (laughs) yeah I'm yeah yeah you know what I'm saying like you can be good at making money that doesn't mean that you're gonna show up that doesn't mean that everybody in your workspace is happy And thriving you so yourself
1: in a jail, you know? Trapping your own self in a jail.
0: If it's one thing I hate, it's a bad vibe. Yeah. So I <laughs> I do I do work hard to keep the vibe uplifting in here. Um, you do a great, jo- thank great job. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. We have an awesome group. Uh let's answer this one real quick. Uh Dylan. What's up, Dylan? Hey, so I saw Dylan at the, the garage sale I was just at. <laughs> So, oh, really? yep. Um, when you buy cle- yes, yes, Dylan. Yes, this is a good que- uh question. When you buy clearance and resell on eBay, do you take the clearance tag off? Dylan. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. All tags. Like any clearance, anything about clearance or Walmart, you know what I mean, like take it off. And then another good thing that might be good to buy is it's called Goo Gone. It's just a little if you go to like all the shipping supplies at Walmart, you know, like you'll find it over there. It's we got a couple bottles over there. It's uh, but you know, you don't want any adhesive or sticky crap on your product. You know what I mean? You want it to look brand new. So yes, definitely. We call it delabeling. <laughs> That's a really funny
2: example of this. So yeah. When
1: <laughs> my first uh, time shopping, I I got these dolls and I got my fans for super cheap. And uh, when I took the pictures, like so it was my first like product. Literally, forgot to take off the clearance tags. and they weren't selling for like a month. And then I actually I took them off, retook the pictures, and they started selling. It was, that's amazing. Not, not yet, they just, they, I mean, you should not leave them on there because when when I clearance for fifteen, and I am selling for forty, like no.
0: Yeah, no, no one's gonna buy that. Yeah. And then another thing I've learned is uh, take get in the habit of delabeling everything right away. Like, don't wait. You know what I mean? Because, you know, the the long, because that's just a better chance of you slipping up and not catching it and then sending it with a clearance tag on it. And then you get a bad review and then you have an unhappy customer who wants to, you know, return it. I mean, there's a million bad things that can happen. So, delabel everything. Absolutely.
1: Have you actually
0: ever sent out something like that? Caleb, we ever sent out a product with a clearance sticker on it? Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Caleb, Caleb said he has. Okay. How'd it go? Did you get a message? Oh, yeah. Every, yeah, we, every time. Every time he got a message. You gotta do the six-side check. <laughs> six-side check. You heard it from the man himself. You gotta do the six-side check. Here's what he means. One, two, three, four, five, six. It's a good tip. Yeah, <laughs> Six side check. I've never heard I've never even heard that term. That's good. <laughs> Gotta do the six side check. Make a whole YouTube video about the six side check. Awesome, bro. Hey
1: uh, Jerry, you got some questions?
0: Um I did I did have one. Uh I, I just have one. I answered it for him in the DM, but I told him I was gonna put it on here uh, to bring some value. Pretty much uh I had a question. They were asking, you know, is it better to do Amazon FBA or Amazon FBM? So I know that's uh, a little bit out of your your thing. But, yeah, uh, like, but, you, said, but even... you do have a good perspective on this because on eBay, you're essentially, F, you know, by merchant. You're fulfilling by merchant. You're yeah. shipping out every single product. Um, so just to give some context, how many items do you think you're shipping out a day
1: oh how many items a day yeah on average
0: out? yeah uh 10 10 okay and that and so, so for everyone listening like you're hand packing every item boxing it up and then now do you take your items to the post office or do you excuse me do Absolutely or not. No. you have no, UPS have come them. get them or USPS and
1: yeah I know some people might not know that, but it's really simple. You just going on usbs.com and then you're going to uh, file for them to come pick up at your house, and it's free. Yep. And they'll come do it every day at uh, Monday through Saturday. Yeah, yep. So That's... definitely utilize it. Like, if you if you're, need to save some time, like, I'm never going to go to the post office. Plus, sometimes it's a pain to deal with them anyway, so... Yeah,
0: absolutely. I yeah. remember those days of going yeah. to the post office. Um, I don't know. Hey, Caleb... You busy? You want to you give some context on this question? What is it? FBA versus FBM. What's your thoughts? I, uh, I'll come over here. Yeah, yeah so... Caleb, uh, he he's been doing it for a long time. He can give some really good context on this question.
2: Hey, what's up, Simon? Um, FBA versus FBM, it's gonna come down to... dimensions and weight. Uh... Because there's totally different fees at least for Amazon which yeah that's what we're talking about FBM and FBA Um, there is a dramatic decrease in fees when you do FBM but you have to pay for your own shipping so on some items that'll work out where you might be able to make more money merchant fulfilling it Uh, and on other items you might be able to make more money FBA because it is more expensive to ship so there are Amazon FBA and uh, Amazon revenue calculators where you can look at both. You can check the fees for both and uh, you can make a decision there and see like which option is gonna leave you with the most profit.
0: So it depends on the product.
2: Yes. Now,
0: uh, do, you, would you, like, do you like to do a nice balance of both? Like how we do? Like you think that's a good option for people?
2: Yeah, um, if you can make money doing FBM and FBM on the same product, I like to do both. Give people options. Uh, For example, right now, Amazon's fulfillment services are really, they're still backed up. We have like 500 pending orders from the last week or more. Um, So it's taken them a long time to get orders out the door. So people will buy FBM because we can ship their order today or the next day. So... Awesome. That was good context. Thanks, bro.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was that was great. Uh a lot more people joining in. What's up, brother?
1: We actually have a question.
0: Oh yeah? Okay, what is it?
1: I'd like to answer. Okay. Um, I think it said, it said something about how many
0: pictures should we have Oh I, yeah, I, I did see that too, yeah, Dawson yeah, yeah. that Dawson asked that. What's up Dawson? Um how many pictures? As many as possible.
1: Yeah, so here's my thing. Yeah. Whenever I'm selling, like, a used item, I always i am going to post, like, 12. So if I'm selling shoes, um, 12. anything that's used, I'm going to fill all of, all the pictures up, every single one. But, you know, I, I do agree with you. I think the more pictures, the better, right? Yeah. You want to get every side.
0: You I want them more. to be confident, you as com- as confident as possible. You know what you I mean? want the buyer to be
1: able to look at every, because, you know, unless you have a brand new item. Yeah, yeah, right, you it definitely still stuff, posting a few but yeah, I'd recommend more more's
0: better. Yeah, the more the better, a nice a nice quality picture and then I also yeah. I, do you do this on eBay um if it's a new item, I'll go to Google. I'll go Google that item and use stock images of it. Oh for sure. If it's a brand new item. For sure. Now, if you're selling a no, used item, definitely software. don't do that. If you're selling a used item, you need to show the actual item, but if it's brand new, then uh you can do that. Um,
1: yeah, I've seen people they'll use a brand new um, picture, but they're selling a used item. I would, I wouldn't recommend
0: that. Oh, this this is a good question here too. This is probably a Caleb question too. Uh, is there any minimum amount of units you guys recommend when sending them to Amazon warehouses? Are you? I I assume you're talking about like how how often should you send in an FBA shipment? is that like how many you know i think that's i think that's what he means like how many items should you send in at a time um what do you think caleb he's kind of busy yeah that's what he means i think i think you should just send send uh i mean as long as you're sending out every week you know what i mean like i don't i don't know we don't really go by amount of products Right. So, but okay, so Caleb, yeah, it all depends on cost as well. Yeah. So, yeah, what he means is like, it, it does it make sense to send in a few products, or should you wait and set? You shouldn't. I assume you wouldn't want to overflow your inventory. Uh, I I don't think you could ever have too much inventory. <laughs> if you if you want to scale. Uh, I think you should send in uh, as often as possible as long as there's a lot of products. I don't know. It's kind of a tricky question. It's like uh, you don't want to send in five things. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to send in as much as possible because it's going to save you money if you're sending as much as possible. Like we try to – like so uh, the boxes of items have to be 50 pounds or under. Like we're trying to send in – as many 50 pound boxes as possible, you know, of, of product. So I hope, I hope that answered your question. Did that answer it or, oh, here's another one. Keep going. Okay. Uh, What's this one? So would you rather include the shipping cost in the price and say free shipping or put the lower price and then charge the rest with shipping? What do you think?
2: Yeah, um,
1: talking from eBay, definitely uh, charge a lower price and have the buyer pay shipping. Because, like I mentioned before, um, you get you're gonna be uh, you're, there's gonna be a fee. So, if you offer free shipping, you're actually gonna be feeed for that. So, uh, if you offer the buyer that uh, shipping, they're gonna be feeed for it. Mm-hmm. So, you actually make a, uh, more money. And uh, also, depending on location, is very important. Because, yeah. You know, if I'm shipping something. From Ohio to California, it's going to be a lot more, and my profit margin is going to be lower. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, you really want to? I feel like the best thing to do is just have the buyer pay the shipping. Yeah, because then you're going to make profit over
0: over the long term. To be honest, I like both, but to give some context here, because I know Dawson's situation. Uh, he's just starting, like literally, like today is his first day shopping. So. I think you should start out taking dimensions of the products and charging the buyer shipping. Right, that's what I would recommend because that's what you've been doing from day one, right, Simon?
1: I mean, mostly I would say ninety to ninety-five percent. Yes, there's some items I will do free shipping.
0: And you are doing more on you're doing more volume on eBay right now than a lot of more than anybody I know. Legit, like anybody, I've never, honestly, I don't know anybody in person that is selling as much, as gotten off to as quick of a start as you. We
1: have big
0: goals for the end of the year. Yeah, so, if Simon's charging shipping, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. That's my answer. And uh, I'm glad that that answered your question, brother. So... We've been on here for over 30 minutes now, so... Okay. Yeah, let's... Uh, and if, the, if no one else has any more questions, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, but we will be back tomorrow. Not. Do you know what time? Are you able to do 11 a.m. again, or is it going to be later? It's going to be later tomorrow. Gotcha. I'll figure out a time for everyone and post that up uh, for tomorrow. So if you have any more questions, be sure to send them to Simon yeah. or myself.
1: Right, send us questions.
0: Yes, send and then more. um this entire I send send all the Am- more of the Amazon questions to
1: Jared.
0: Yeah. Simon's the eBay man. Amazon um, over here. So uh and then also f- for everyone, if you do want to re-listen, uh Dawson's got one more question. Hurry up. <laughs> uh but if you if anybody wants to re-listen to this talk, it will be on my podcast. The whole thing will be uploaded on my podcast. At Jared's Thoughts. That's the Instagram account. You guys can check it out there. What's your question, Dawson? He's probably typing right now. We've been on here for a minute. I had a buddy. I had a buddy. uh, Lincoln, he actually got four four tires yesterday. He wants to ship them on eBay. Tires?
1: He was asking me, yeah, like tires.
0: If the ROI is huge, then maybe.
1: He was asking me recommendations on how to ship it. I almost, I
0: suggest that you ship it ground. I wasn't sure. Yes, Dawson, uh, for shipping stuff, do you use anything inside the box, such as soft material, to keep the product safe? Uh, the best thing yes. to do, the most, the most uh, cost-efficient way to do this is to get packing paper. You can go to Walmart or Sherwin-Williams or and, and stock up on packing paper. It's just like a roll of paper, and you just, yeah, you want you never want to ship right. an item that's like rattling around in the box. Never, ever. Like, even if it's a plush toy, we don't even do that. Um, Yeah. You want that box to be as tight as possible. And then another, a, a side note on that. One more, uh, tip that I do have is that we started saving a lot of money on shipping when we started shipping in envelopes. Any product that, you know, if it's like obviously a fragile item, we don't, but, uh, Bubble mailers is what I'm talking about, like a big yes. bubble envelope. Bubble we we order like 500 of those at a time. Yeah, you have to order them in bulk. You'll save a lot. Yeah, listen, you guys can you guys can grab some at Walmart just to hold you over. Well, I bought them all at Walmart yesterday, yeah. Dawson. But yeah. uh you bought, uh you Kroger always has a good amount of them. Go get some size six and then maybe a couple smaller ones. Bubble mailers. But I would go on eBay right now and order some involved. Yeah, so like I
1: said, almost, almost like tissue paper, yeah. I said, do you have any of that in your warehouse or
0: you Yeah, I will. I'll grab some really
1: quick. Maybe it's it's kind of like, yeah, it is kind of like tissue paper. Uh, styrofoam, um, so what I use, there's three things I use. I use buffalo wrap. I use uh, those like air pocket things. And then I'll use um the craft paper. Yeah, so craft paper.
0: ironically enough, we just ran out yeah, of... But uh this works too. Bubble wrap.
1: That stuff's awesome because it's thick too. The blue stuff, you can get that
0: Walmart. Yeah, and if you have a nice if you have like a fragile product, we always wrap it up in some bubble wrap. Uh but the, the packing paper, it's like uh like wrapping paper. Like it looks like wrapping it looks like yeah. brown wrapping paper that you like wrap a it's present brown. with. Yep. Yep. So no problem, Dawson. Alright. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in. Simon, I'll talk to you later, brother. Yeah. See, See you, bro.